This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good afternoon. I'm Steve Branty on WDAN News. This newscast brought to you by Rights Heating and Air. Call Frank at 217-442-4027. He always answers the phone. Members of a Vermilion County Board Committee continuing discussions on how the county should spend millions of dollars in federal ARPA money. Bill Pickett has more. The county originally received over $14 million under the program that's designed to help recover from the recession caused by the pandemic. Steve Miller chairs the Finance and Personnel Committee of the county board. We are still trying to take stock of what needs to be done at the county, and um, we feel obligated to make that our first priority and to help the other units of government as much as we can, but to face some of the very substantial capital improvements that we are going to have to undertake. Vermilion Circuit Clerk Melissa Quick is hoping to get some of the ARPA money in order to microfilm some old court records. According to the state archives, they require us to microfilm them and provide them with a copy, and we're just wanting to make it streamline having our records available. Currently, our basement's full of boxes of old records, and we want to we want to digitize them to where we can easily access them for the public. Quick says it's an enormous project because some of those cases in those boxes stored in the courthouse basement date back to the 1980s. The committee agreed to recommend to the full county board that it award $1.4 million in ARPA funds to the Higginsville Road Project and nearly $9,500 in additional money for a siren project in Muncie. Some of the other areas where committee members are considering setting aside ARPA funds include an estimated $2 million to replace the elevator at the Joseph G. Cannon Building. That's where county offices are located at 201 North Vermilion in Danville. Also an estimated $2 million for upgrades to the heating and cooling system at the Rita B. Garman Vermilion County Courthouse, plus all new water lines in that building at an estimated cost of $1.5 million. An estimated $750,000 million to $1 million for replacement windows at the Joseph G. Cannon Building, along with new entry doors there. And also an estimated $400,000 for a new ventilation system at the Vermilion County Department of Animal Regulations Building. Vermilion County Supervisor of Assessments Matt Long urged the committee to move quickly on getting the new elevator for the Joseph G. Cannon Building. We've got to do something, and talking about it is not getting it done, he said. I'm Bill Pickett. Well, the proposed Heartland CO2 pipeline through parts of Illinois is on hold. Texas pipeline company Navigator has temporarily withdrawn its application to construct a carbon dioxide pipeline through 13 Illinois counties. Navigator has had a lot of difficulty pursuing its sequestration sites because of landowner organizing uh, that has taken place both in Christian and Montgomery County. That was Pam Rickard, co-founder of the Coalition to Stop CO2 Pipeline. She says farmers are reluctant to allow Navigator to sequester CO2 under their land due to the risk factors as 80 percent of landowners in Christian County refuse to sign the lease. And they are working closely with Montgomery County, helping raise awareness and and having folks understand the implications of sequestration on their land. Navigator says the geology in central Illinois makes it safe to store CO2. Opponents are not convinced. 
As Governor Pritzker issues his 38th disaster proclamation related to COVID and says the disaster will end May 11th, Republican lawmakers saying enough is enough now. Pritzker announced his disaster proclamations will end in May in line with the federal government's announced end. Those proclamations keep open the path for federal COVID relief sources to come to Illinois. State Rep. Dan Ugasti says the governor is overstepping his powers. It's obviously being done to game a system. But more importantly to me, we are still experiencing a period where an individual retains extraordinary authority over the legislative process and all of government in the state of Illinois. Democrats continue to be in support of the governor, State Rep. LaShawn Ford. Hindsight, when you think about how well the governor did with his executive orders, I'm in support of the governor. Illinois has been under disaster proclamation 1060 of Pritzker's 1,483 days in office. From the VermilionCountyFirst.com News Studios, I'm Steve Brandy. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit NewhoffMedia.com.